What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of the Dan O'Neill Show, hosted here at Colca Interactive exclusively. My name is Dan O'Neill. I am the founder of the O'Neill team at Signature Premier Properties. Thank you to everyone who's been tuning in and for all the feedback thus far. On today's episode, we have arguably the longest resume I'm going to read on the show, for sure. Mr. Involved, uh, my brother, LIBOR Salesperson of the Year in 2019, YPN past president, coach realtors, career advancement coach, LIBOR, Realtor Sales Person of the Year, 2019. We said that. 2009 coach realtors, rookie of the year, NISAR and LIBOR director, NISAR YPN vice chair, LIBOR bylaws committee chair, YPN past president, and NAR research committee. That was a tongue twister. But we have my good friend, Mark Donnelly. How Thanks are you for, today, my friend? I'm good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that is, like, that was only half of your email signature too. Like that. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, Mark is a team leader with Coach Realtors. He is, like I mentioned previously, Mister Involved. You are doing so much for the industry, so much for the community, so much for for me personally. That I just wanted to say thank you for everything, and it's an absolute honor uh, to have you on here and get you in front of uh, other people, the listeners to showcase why it's important to get involved, why it's important to um, be in a position of power and a position where you can actually make a difference because this business is incredibly tough. It is sometimes compared to like the wild, wild west. And Absolutely. if there are not people like yourself, like Beth, like Chris, like Amy, who are uh, advocating for us, whether it's at a local or state level, then I don't know what this business would be like. So. I wanted to get you on the podcast here to uh, educate people, to you know, share some of your knowledge throughout the business, and also just chop it up with you sure. and talk some drink recipes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so for those that don't know you, uh, aside from the laundry list here of your resume, can you share just how you got into the business and a little bit uh, about yourself? Sure. Absolutely. Um, so as Dan mentioned, uh, I work with my wife. Um, we actually, when we bought our first home, this was before we were involved in real estate, we um, were fortunate enough to have a, a really phenomenal experience with a buyer's agent. Um, and I think we were probably one of the easiest clients because we knew exactly what we wanted. And I think we looked at three houses and wow. bought the third one. Um, and uh, in doing so, we, we developed a really nice relationship with that agent. And at the time I had uh, newly started another business um, and my, my schedule allowed for a little bit of flexibility mm -hmm. and I'm an overachiever as, as you could tell from my, uh, <laughs> That's my, my, my resume, but I'm always willing to, uh, willing to and excited to take on new things that I, I feel I, I could have a passion for. And, um, I got involved in real estate pretty much on a whim and was like, I'll try this out. And it slowly took over my life. Wow. Um, but I couldn't be happier. Did, did you get into it thinking you were going to do it part time or are you just like, yes, wow. absolutely. hundred percent. Um, you know, being a business owner and an and, and active part of that, that business at the, at the time, I mean, I was, you know, working until, you know, leaving the, the gym at, at 12 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the idea of bringing on another career, most people would shy away from, but um, right. I find that the busier I am, the better I time manage. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like a full plate and I, you know, I like to challenge. So, uh, it was something that I was, was, was excited to start as part-time. And then I liked the challenge of being able to, to juggle the two careers. So when getting right into it, you were doing it part-time, did you have success right away? Was it something that kind of came, you know, gradually? Um, when did it finally, you know, dawn on you that, Hey, maybe I can do this full-time or maybe I can manage both businesses as both full-time, 
you know, operations? Like, was it right away? Did it take you a long time? Or um, I was very fortunate enough. My my manager, um, who is still is still my manager um, on the, on the sales end, wow. uh, is was my mentor Joanne. Um, she is phenomenal, and I we very much have the culture of, of, of sharing, and it's you know it's one of those things where you learn from the experience level and uh, of the agents and, and the, the professionals around you, and that's something that I, I definitely tell people in all aspects of their life. If, if you wanna be successful, you need to surround yourself with successful people mm-hmm. um, who will embrace your success as well. Right. And um, Joanne, I, I, I was the kind of person where if I asked a question, whatever the feedback was, um, I just took it and ran with it. There yeah. was no questioning it. There's a lot of hesitation, a lot of reluctance in this business because a lot of it might be might be new to mm-hmm. to other industries that people have worked in. Um, I think it's really important to embrace the fact that we are really a service industry disguised and dressed as a sales industry. <laughs> and I think the agents that embrace that and remember that at the heart of every transaction is a client, is mm-hmm. a person, is a relationship, yep. and not a sale and not a commission check. Um, those are the agents that have longevity, have growth, mm-hmm. um, have uh, you know an enjoyable time in yeah. this business. It's, it could be very stress, stressful, and it's a roller coaster, um, and it's something that we want to remember. And I think the people, the experiences with that, are what make it, it make it enjoyable. Amen. And I think what what's also amazing too is you hit that perfectly. But it's also the the agent to agent interactions as well in terms of the, the service. Um, you know, being in a service industry and business. You got to do the right thing always, not just you know for your your client, but also for the people that you're working every single day with. Mm-hmm. And you guys, going back to like taking feedback from your manager, you guys are uh, to me mentors. You guys have helped me since day one. You guys give me advice, whether it's advice that I like or I don't like, or <laughs> you know whether it's like, hey, don't do this. You know, you guys are constantly you have my back and you support me. Whether like I said, it's a, a positive feedback or it's hey, maybe you shouldn't post this and. I, I listen to it, and it's because of that that is helping me get to the, the next level. So, so you get into the business, you and Amy, you guys have a, a mentor that's helping you guys out. You now have two businesses. You're kind of going uh, full time. You get rookie of the year. At what point did you decide that you wanted to start getting involved and start making a difference? Because now, not only do you have your other business, not only now are you starting a real estate business. <laughs> and why was I crazy enough to then take on yes. all this volunteer why, work? Why, exactly. And, and it's all work too. Like keep in mind for, for those listening, like YPN, right? You were past president. You're incredibly involved with, with MLS and LIBOR and NAR and NISAR. So these are all things that like you're not getting paid from. You're not getting, you know, there's no compensation. It's all volunteer work. So how, why, I guess I should say, did you decide to take that, those roles on and get involved? Yeah, um, I, I'm a big believer, uh, you know, as far as, you know, thank you for saying that as, as far as being a mentor, because that's, uh, that's a, a term and a, that I, I'm so humbled and, and excited to, to hear because there are so many mentors that I, you know, people I look up to that I, I, I'm so eternally grateful for, for having met them and, and had the experience with them. So um, I'm honored to, for you to say that. But um, I really do think that when one, when some when one, one person teaches, two people learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a perpetual student, as you can tell by you know my designations. I'm I'm always looking to further my professional development, um, and but it really is in, in my teaching uh, I, and and supporting other agents. It, it's it's mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as uh, segueing into the volunteerism, it really is all about um, when someone taps you on the shoulder. 
who's who's experienced uh, in that regard. Um, and that person for me is is Kate Koplinka Conquest, um, who is is one of my mentors, especially when it comes to the, the volunteer work with LIBOR um, and being on the board of directors and working on committees. Mm -hmm. um, but the two biggest t takeaways uh, from being involved are um, the education aspect. So really learning the ins and outs of our our organization. I mean, um, you are like an absolute real estate like textbook. You are a huge source of knowledge. Like anytime we even have a conversation, like even even outside, you know, like <laughs> some of the stuff that you bring it up, I'm like, what even does half of that mean? Like you are literally like a real estate encyclopedia, especially when it comes to bylaws and and the rules and regulations and even just just knowledge in general. Sorry to cut you off. I just no, that's fine. That's fine. And I, I actually, compliment. these are the, the, the knowledge that I've, uh, I've acquired since having, you know, even my first year of involvement, mm -hmm. it was, it's the kind of thing where, you know, there are agents out there that have been in the business for, for two, three decades that if you ask them to explain the difference between live war and one key MLS, our MLS, <laughs> they don't realize that they're two yeah. separate entities. Um, so, that, I mean, that alone, understanding the structure of our organization, understanding um, where you go when you have certain questions and who to go to when you have issues or, or, or concerns. Um, yeah. that, you know, as far as the, like segueing into this, the second part of the volunteerism um, that was it's a, a major, major takeaway is the networking. Right. So, and they're kind of one and the same because, you know, I, I, I appreciate you saying that I, I, I'm a rules guru, but I really, um, I, know, I know what I know because I, you know, learn to ask the questions and go to the right people and have those, uh, those experts that are out there in the different aspects of our, our industry. Yeah. Um, and the, the networking, especially, I mean, 2020 was, was such an example of the, the importance of having, you know, solid relationships with agents, you know, in your, in your office, in your company, outside your company, there's almost yeah. 29,000 of us on Long Island. It's really important to, to get out there and know, know who's on the other side of the phone, who's on the yeah. other side of the transaction, um, because that really does help for uh, a smoother transaction, which ultimately is a, a better client experience. Of course. I've only had it on a local level and, and only really a, a small a dose of it too because it's only, I mean, we were basically shut down for the last year. So the YPN for me and, and getting involved, you know, between having you, Chris Backus, Beth and, and Kyle and you guys all kind of taking me in and saying, hey, you need to apply for this or this is, here's the events. This is what you're going to do. So right now, so I, we both won Live War Top 20 Under 40. I was a, a chair uh, for last year, and now I guess we're redoing it. So now I'm on, I guess, slated for the treasurer position. Mm -hmm. So of course, it's not something that just happens right away. You don't just, you know, hey, sign me up and, and you're in. It's something that you have to work towards, something you have to put the time in. You have to set a good example for whether it's LIBOR, YPM, whatever it may be, you have to be an example setter. So for you to have all these designations and do this for so long and continue to volunteer and continue to run your businesses and continue to be successful, it truly is amazing. Like it's, you should really pat yourself on the back for, for all of it. And it's something that you guys have instilled in me that I absolutely love. Like I miss it so much being able to go to the YPN events, being able to, to do the Zoom events and seeing everybody and talk to everybody. It's such a good way to, to A, learn. Like whether, whether it's a YPN event that has alcohol or not, you're still going home and you're learning <laughs> something. Um, you know, it's, it's a good way to network so you do know who's on the other side of the phone. It's a good way to get your social medias out there. It's a good way... It's just an, an amazing experience, and it doesn't matter if you're 25, 26 years old, or if you're young at heart, YPN is, and again, this is only just what I know right now, yeah. but it is such an amazing experience, and it's helped me tremendously, and it's something that I preach to my team, something that I preach to basically everybody that I speak to that, that's local. Get involved in YPN, 
get involved. We have to be the change. We have to be the people that are fighting for uh, each other. Yeah. These, you know, our, our agents that we're working with every single day. So you've done a tremendous job getting involved. How in the heck do you have any sort of balance? I know that from hanging out with you guys, you are, you've gotten to a level now where you can learn to put your phone down at a certain time or you have matured enough where you could say, you know what, it's nine o'clock at night. Me answering this call might not really make a difference if I answer it at nine or if I answer it tomorrow morning. You have gotten to that level, which is tremendous and it's something that I admire and I respect so much. But how did you get to that? How do you even have balance at all? Um, like that's, you know what I mean? Like to, to, to put it lightly, how do you even have balance? And, and how did you get to that level? Because it, it couldn't have just happened overnight. You couldn't no. have just had both businesses getting involved in all these different, whether it's y, YPN, NAR, or LIBOR. You couldn't have just done all this and, eh, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my phone down at 7 p.m. tonight. You, you had to have gotten to a certain level or, or something had to have clicked. So like, I guess, can you just dive into that a yeah, little bit? Sure, sure. sure. So um, those of you who, who don't know me, I am a total control freak. Um, so uh, that was a, a big thing for me. And, and I can say even for my, my business partner uh, at my other um, the other business I own, it, she's, we're very much the same person. And I want to say it took us about nine years before we would, would let go mm-hmm. a little bit. And it's really hard to be everything to everyone in every aspect of your business. Um, and yeah, personal and life too. In personal life, yeah. You can't be a golden retriever where you're all things to all people. It doesn't work and you spread yourself too thin. Um, but learning to, um, learning to delegate was, was a really important thing. It was difficult. Yeah. Um, learning to allow, um, to empower people and allow them to have the ability to make mistakes if you did give them a responsibility as opposed to, right. here, Dan, I want you to do this. And then you started to and go, no, 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 I'll just do it myself. Yeah. Um, which it took, like I said, it took about nine years as far as the other business is concerned. Um, with real point. estate, um, with real estate, it was the same sort of, you know, same sort of situation. I was fortunate enough. I work with, with Amy and a lot of people say like, how do you guys do this? And it just worked. We just compliment each other and mm-hmm. we can disconnect from, from, from work when we're, we're not in the work environment. Um, but it, it really, really, I had a big professional and personal mind shift um, a couple years ago where it was all about managing expectations. Mm-hmm. Managing expectations of others right. and more importantly, managing expectations of yourself. And you have to recognize that there, you can only do so much. Um, you can't, you can't um, be upset with a client when you say, I'm available 24-7. Mm-hmm. And they call you at 10 o'clock and yeah. you don't answer the phone and the next day they're upset with you. Well, they move on to another agent. Yeah. I set my, I set that standard mm-hmm. and then I didn't deliver. So you have to make sure that you're, you're managing expectations. I, again, 2020 wasn't the year that you learned to manage expectations. Hopefully, <laughs> let that be your New Year's resolution that you're gonna. <laughs> that's you're my gonna do that. that. That's mine. Um, that is but, my uh, <laughs> managing expectations is a big thing. And then my last thing, and this mm-hmm. is this is probably the the weightiest aspect of being able to do what I do. Surround yourself with amazing people. Right. I can only do what I do because of the people in my life. Yeah. Um, my my coaching staff, my my sports staff at the gym, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think it has a lot to do with picking the right people and like attracting like. Yeah. Um, you have to have people who are in line with your culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and because culture is really difficult to, to, to create. 
the other and then on the real estate end same sort of thing like having having Amy bringing her into the business and mind you I brought Amy into the business when she worked full time in Manhattan and I like literally made her get her license like (laughs) gun to her head I'm like you have to do this I need help Um, but Amy did more business than most full time agents just covering open houses on the weekends Um, and then our sister-in-law Emily works with us as well so um, and that's just my team, you know, that's, yeah. that's not the extended team of, of the support staff that I have around me. I'm, I'm very fortunate. And even the, the other professionals and friends that I have in real estate outside of my company, yeah. um, we all, we all make ourselves, you know, better versions of ourselves. Absolutely. I mean, I, I look and learn from you guys every single day. Anytime I talk to you, anytime I hang out with you guys, it, my expectation, my, my 2021 New Year's resolution is to work on setting expectations better. But listen, it, it's also the it's business. It, it is hard. hard. And even just walking in here, like, you know, you were texting, you're on your phone, like, I'm on my phone, we're doing things. That's kind of just like the business. Even when we hang out, we go to Barica, whatever, like, we're all kind of sitting there texting yeah. and answering calls. And that's the, the nature of the beast. And it's what we've signed up for. But I think me personally, to get to the next level, I need to almost scale back and learn to delegate, learn to let go of control. Because if not, I'm going to probably lose my mind. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, I always ask people, like, how long did it take? And you know, what were the steps? How did you, how did you do it? How did you, you know, take, um, learn to take less, uh, responsibility or learn to set those expectations. And you made a perfect point. Like I always tell everyone, Oh yeah, call me. I'm 24 seven. I'm available whenever. And then they call me at 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, what? like, why are you calling me at 11? Like, yeah. you know, and, and I get frustrated, but you're right. It's my own problem. It's my own fault because I'm setting that expectation. Mm-hmm. And of course you get some people that like, no matter what, they're just going to do that anyway. Yes. But you know, and, and you gotta, you know, love that. But um, that's a great point, and and my goal for this year is definitely to uh, to learn to take a step back a little bit more and uh, have a little bit more balance. Because if not, what is this all for? You know, exactly. and, and your goals are your goals, and and if you strive as hard as you possibly can to hit them, that's amazing. But if you do it to a point of losing the love for what you're what you're doing, it's it's not worth it anymore. Yeah. So. I'm incredibly impressed by how you guys have formed everything with LIBOR YPN. If somebody wants to, to get involved, if somebody wants to, from the ground level, what would you say is like the first steps or what could they do right from the beginning to, to further their involvement um, in the industry and the, and the community? Uh, I would definitely recommend uh, reaching out to either Dan or one of the other officers or directors in YPN. Um, you can access their information on the LIBOR website, but just you know, shoot them and shoot, shoot them a message, shoot them an email, and just say like, "Hey, I'm interested in getting involved," and mm-hmm. and have that be comfortable having that dialogue with them to see why why these top producers mm-hmm. are are taking quote unquote taking time away from their business to do this volunteer work, yeah. and and hear their side of the story and realize that it, it it's not taking away from the business; it's adding to it. Um, and there are there are a ton of uh, of uh, events, although that most of them are virtual right now. But keep an eye out for them when you're when you're logging onto Stratus. Um, but uh, the you other you can really you can really DM anybody, you can email anybody, Absolutely. you can text, and, and everybody you know like the the whole entire. I'm just speaking on behalf of YPN. YPN. Everybody's in, in. They're gonna answer you right away. They're gonna yeah. give you advice. They'll take the time out of their day to answer a phone call, answer any questions. Like it just goes to show like that that side of the community and, and how. How amazing it is and how amazing all the individuals well, are. We sucked you into the cult. Yeah. Now, now Dan has to, it's like the movie The Ring. Now he has to make someone watch it. Um, but um, it really is one of those things where, and, and even for YPN from the, the national, uh, you know, everything drips from the national to the state to the to the local. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of NAR's big, uh, NAR YPN's big thing was the hashtag replace yourself. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is like, I didn't want to be, you know, 
as nice as it is to be in the spotlight, um, it, I didn't want to be president for forever. Yeah. You know, I, you know, some people do, yeah. but not me. Um, no, but, but the idea of, of watching, watching people, um, mm-hmm. that I, that I love and I respect move up the ranks and then to see them pay it forward and yeah. do the same thing, uh, it, it's it's really it's really inspiring. Um, so I, I hope that I hope that that you, you know you take the opportunity to, to reach out to someone and, and see how you can get involved. Um, and I think it's important that the people who are involved are the people who are you know yeah in the trenches you know yeah. you know and that are embracing the changes in our our industry, mm-hmm. embracing new technology. Embracing the needs of, of a changing buyer and seller community, yeah. um, and you know those who don't, you know it's you know I've said for 2020, it's my 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 motto was all right. How do we how do we stay safe? Mm-hmm. And then as we moved on, it was all right. How do we stay safe and stay productive? Right. Then as we move on now, as we segue into 2021, how do we stay safe, stay productive, and stay relevant? Yeah. Relevance is so crucial in our business right now. You, I mean, you just did a perfect job of segueing into to my next question oh. here is 2020 was obviously tough for us all. You know, in the very beginning, we were on lockdown. We couldn't sell. We couldn't do much. How did you guys, because you're absolutely crushing it, you and the team, how did you guys adapt and stay relevant and continue to succeed, although we were faced with the incredible challenge of, of the last year? Yeah. Like, what were some of the things that you guys implemented and, and adapted to do? We, we were very fortunate. Um at the time that that things changed over and we we were working completely remotely that um, prior to that we embraced um, a lot of marketing avenues that allowed us to still showcase a home Um, you know like doing virtual tours video Mm walkthroughs floor plans uh, you know professional photography where people could still have that experience even though they couldn't physically be in the house Um, I think that two of the big things were you know questions to ask yourself you know, what did I do to adapt and what new ways, what new business practices did I adopt mm-hmm. in 2020 and the agents that, that did those yeah. and, and have continued to do them, even though we've transitioned back into the workplace, yeah. there are so many things that forced us to work in a different way, embracing technology, uh, more efficient communication, more having those proactive conversations, really vetting our buyers and preparing our sellers for what to expect. Mm-hmm. We did so much more of that because we had to yeah. and we had the time. But agents who continued to embrace that as we went back into the workplace, physically yeah. showing and physically meeting with clients, um, are continuing to, to be successful. Agents who only did a virtual walkthrough a floor plan because that was the only way to see a house and now they switched over to taking pictures with their iPhone. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's, it's, not, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna last against the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing that was really big was really, it, these are stressful times for everyone involved in a transaction, buyer, seller, agents, even the peripheral professionals like the attorneys and right. the loan officers. Um, having, having good communication, mm-hmm. keeping your cool, yeah. and having, um, embracing cooperation. Right. So those are my like three C's that I think are, are so important now. but more than ever, you know, now more than ever, excuse me, but the cooperation, we're called cooperating agents for a reason. Yeah. I don't care who you work for. I don't care who your client is. We all have to follow the rules. We all have to work, play nice in the sandbox. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, there were a lot of times that 
cli- you know, clients lost their cool, but you know, that's our opportunity to stay le- level headed and, right. and help them get back to a, a logical state of mind and make logical decisions. You guys work on, um, referral basis majority, right? You don't really spend Zillow and Realtor and you know all the truly leads. You guys are predominantly referral-based business. So for somebody that is getting into the business who's maybe starting to do some deals, whatever level they may be at, what is your best advice for you know capturing that referral business and continuing to get it? Because it's something that I, I mean, I'm working majority on referrals as well. I spend the money on Zillow and Realtor, but for, I mean, actually it does just basically go to the team. So I'm working on referrals, but I don't have systems and structures in place right now where, you know, hey, listen, you know what? We did 200 sales. I'm sending a Starbucks gift card to, to all of my, my past clients or whatever it may be. Like my, my referral communication seems to be like text and happy birthday and, you know, just touching base every now often and maybe they've become friendly and, and, or social media friends, whatever it may be, but I don't have any systems and structures in place. How do you guys do such a great job of capturing referrals? Um, I think that it's really important to embrace the relationships you have in your life. Um, one of the biggest things, especially when, when I'm coaching new agents or even experienced agents, uh, they discount the value of a relationship because they don't think um, you know, it's their, best, their bestie or their closest relative right. um, or someone they see every other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, one of the biggest things to grow your sphere of influence list, these, your, your, your contact list, is to really ask you know yourself a lot of questions like you know who does my hair who cuts my lawn who's my dog groomer yeah. you know who is in my you know my kids class who's on my kids soccer team um, who's in that networking group that I'm in and and not not devalue it because it's like oh they live on the same block of another realtor because not everyone wants to work with the realtor who's in their neighborhood yeah. not or, everyone, or even a family or friend. even a family member right. um, and you have to remember too this is one of those things you'll have people in your sphere of influence who um, will use you every time they have a need mm-hmm. and you will have um, other people who are your you know uh, you know the older generation would call them your cheerleader who are yep. going to spread the word? And I would say that because I'm a cheerleading coach. <laughs> um, but the younger generation would say, you know, ask yourself who are your influencers, mm-hmm. and not only your influencers, but who are your influential people. So right. they may, they may just be people that they may not need, need to use you, but they run in a million circles. Mm-hmm. Um, the average person knows seven realtors. So what are you going to do? <laughs> to, that's that's to, a good number. <laughs> so what are you going to do to differentiate right. yourself? Because you have to be number one or two. Yeah. Top of mind, uh, you know, mm-hmm. to. To have a shot, absolutely, um, and it's really important to stay uh, in touch because when someone in your sphere uses another real estate professional, oh, it's, it's not shame on them; it's shame on you. It's because you obviously did something that, and it's it's usually contact. Mm-hmm. Most people, NAR polls buyers and sellers every year. Most people, I think it's about eighty percent, say that they would use. It might even be higher for this year. They would use their real estate professional again. Mm-hmm. And then the number drops to almost half when they ask, when you, when you did another transaction, did you use the same realtor? And, and they say no. Wow. And the reason is <laughs> I couldn't remember who they were. Oh I would have used them, but I couldn't remember who they were or, yeah. or knew how to get in touch with them. So mm-hmm. um, staying in touch is really important. Uh, embracing social media is, is probably one of the most important, you know, easiest ways to, to, to do that. Yeah. And it's also about doing the right thing and doing a good job too, right? Because it's something that I've learned is you have to see it through. You have to see it to the end. And the last thing that people are going to remember you really by is, is the closing and is you know a potential closing gift and the experience that they've had. So if you do a good job by somebody from start to finish, you get them you know 
through this incredibly stressful and anxiety-ridden process and, and in a timely manner and you do a good job by them, they're going to want to refer you. They're going to want to spread your name. Yeah. Anytime somebody brings up real estate, oh, yeah, hey, listen, you got to use my, my guy. You got to use my team. Like, they're the best. When you do right by somebody, they want to promote you and they want other people to use you. Yeah. You know, somebody just came and did my, my boiler at my house. Like, the guy did a great job. I, somebody ever mentioned the boiler. I want, to, I want him to go to their house and do a good job because it's, it's a, grat- a gratifying or, or, or satisfying feeling, I should say. Yeah. Um, but the referral business is something that everybody should really be taking a full advantage of. If you don't have the money to spend on Realtor, if you don't have the money to spend on Zillow, Use your sphere of influence. Yeah. Use social media. I think I think it's important too to have the the understanding that as an agent we look at the the success or lack of success or difficulty with the transaction, mm-hmm. and the client looks at the success, lack of success, level of enjoyment of the experience. Yeah. And when you recognize that they have to have an experience, mm-hmm. um, that's when you get the relationship, you get the rapport, you get the trust. The number yep. one reason why a, uh, p- agents are selected by people, whether they know them or not, it's the someone that they feel they trust. Yeah. Um, and if, if your goal is to get the listing and close the deal, right. you need to handhold them before they sign the paperwork. Mm-hmm through the transaction and beyond. Absolutely. Um, and my goal is to have a lasting relationship. When they have another need, they call me. Yep. When they have someone else they know who has a need, they they um, they entrust us, you know, yep. to, to give to be willing to give the name, um, you know, and pass it along. So it's it's the ripple effect. You know, every every relationship should create two or three more relationships. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'll have two texts from from past clients and say, hey, you know, so-and-so is looking to move to Florida or, you know, I just sent them your number or, hey, I just gave my cousin your information. It's the, the best feeling because it, it shows that you did just that. You built the trust with them. You did an amazing job to the point where they want to brag about you. And the Zillow reviews and, and the Facebook stuff, like these people are also your cheerleaders on social media too. So all of my past clients are, are half of my Facebook comments. Yeah, yeah. we'll post something, you know, and, and it's an amazing feeling. And, and it's something that I'm not even really capturing with the, the structures and systems in place. Systems. It's just really social media and just staying friendly and staying in touch, you know, text and phone calls. So I'm very excited to now work on implementing the structures and systems to reach out to past clients because the more deals that you do, it's not as easy to just sit there and be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to shoot a text to Mark today or, yeah. or oh, let me go comment on his Facebook post. You guys have done thousands of deals at this point, so it, it's not at that level anymore. You need the, the systems and structures in place. Um, for a new agent, what would be something that you would give to them that can, they can take and, and immediately run with right now to start their business? Like Grace, for example, right? We, we were hanging out a couple weeks ago and she was mentioning she just got her license and how difficult it is. And it's not an easy business to get started in. So if somebody's listening right now as a new agent, what would be something that you could tell them to um, potentially help push their business along? Sure. Um, I think that, you know, whenever I, uh, whenever I speak to or think about uh, someone who's looking to get into the business, I always recommend, you know, do your research, do your due diligence. Um, you want to make sure that you're partnering with a broker who, who looks at you as a business partner mm-hmm. um, and recognizes that a, a, a Business is only as successful as its agents, um, because you know if that's the mindset that they're going to invest in your 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 right. education, your training, so on and so forth. Um, don't don't let professional development take a backseat. The more you learn, um, the better you're gonna do, and oh, absolutely. Don't, and don't let the fear of not knowing the answer to everything mm-hmm. stop you from doing anything. 
course. The imperfect action is better than no action. Agreed. And I think there is so much you can go you can go to bed knowing everything there is to know about real estate and wake mm-hmm. up the next day and there's a thousand new things. Yeah. Every day you're gonna learn something. Every so, day. So so knowing that and hearing that, just know that it's okay to not know the answer and it's okay to say, Yeah. You know what? I'm not sure, but let me get back to you on that. Something in, when I first got my license is I, I would uh, I wouldn't say like I would I would BS it, but I would if fake I didn't know an answer, yeah, yeah I, I I would fake it, right? And and I actually just had a conversation uh, probably like a day or two ago about that where it's like, listen, if you don't know, it's okay to say that you're not sure, or it's it's okay to say that you don't know. Let me get the answer for you. Let me make the call and find out for you instead of guessing or instead of kind of faking it like you're saying. I think that that really it changed my business because. I was not afraid anymore. And it gave me the confidence too. Like yeah. once you're okay with saying that, it gives you the confidence. It gives you the education because listen, no matter what, every single day, you are going to learn something new. You're going to be put in an uncomfortable position. So you have to be okay with saying that. Yeah. So. And that's, what's, that's what keeps this industry exciting is mm-hmm. no two transactions are ever going to be the same. Ever. No two days are ever going to be the same. And there's always something to, to learn and keep you on your toes. So you, as we wrap this up, you are coaching with Coach, right? Mm-hmm. You are a part of their new agent development. It is something that I really, really, really eventually want to get into. The more that I learn, the more that I do, the more that I educate myself. Um, I just recently spoke at the uh, Teachers Federal Credit, the, the TFCU First Time Homebuyer mm-hmm. Seminar. It was really, really cool. It was an amazing awesome experience. Job. I loved I loved public speaking. I loved educating. And I think I get it from you guys because you guys are constantly educating me. So it's something that I definitely want to do down the line and, and in the future. So how did you get into to new agent development, into coaching? And what has that been like for you? Because in, in my opinion, it's like the most rewarding thing in the world. And it truly like drives me and makes me happy. So how did you get into that? What what led you into that type of role and position? Um, both, both, both of the <laughs> industries. Sorry, that was right. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> both of the industries. If, just so like a little background on me. I'm a economics, business, and Italian studies major. That, that studied, was what I really? studied in college. So like the fact that I'm doing this, and I originally went to college for chemical engineering. So you Jeez. know the fact that I, I own a cheerleading gym and I'm a, a real estate <laughs> professional and a, and a real estate I mean, I, if you would have told me this 20 years ago, I would have been like, I don't even know what those things are. Thank God you went to school um, for chemical engineering. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that uh, in, in coaching, um, I definitely found a passion. Um, and I think it was looking at the, the receiver of the coaching, mm-hmm. um, putting myself in that mindset and, and all the amazing people I've had in my life, teachers, coaches, right. um, parents, managers, um, and what they've given to me mm-hmm. as far as their experience and direction um, and how that's allowed me to um, do what I love to do in life, um, right. feel good about um, what I do and have have work life balance and to give back to others uh, is really really uh, amazing. I think in coaching, um, it taking the, the 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 focus away from you and I know pu- public speaking can be really overwhelming for a lot of people. But it not being about like oh I'm on the stage I'm on the spotlight. It's not about me. It's about yeah. what do these people need? What do these people want? What's their experience? I think when you allow yourself to learn about others, mm-hmm. you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. So it's that's another benefit from from this that experience um, and how to be a the better version of you. And everyone has a different perspective. So um, whether they're a brand new agent or um, a really experienced agent, there's there's something that can help um, help me help others. Yeah. Um, and it really is you know that pay it forward mentality. Um, 
and also embracing the abundance mentality, like helping someone be a better real estate professional mm-hmm. helps us all be better real estate professionals. Oh, absolutely. And um, I, I really am proud of our, our industry and our profession, and I want to continue to help as many people to you know up their game so that the public continues to view us at a higher higher yeah. level um, because there are so many so many wonderful real estate professionals out there mm-hmm. and um, they deserve you know the recognition for that absolutely well I just wanted to say for the last time and on record thank you for being an inspiration and a mentor to me thank you for all of your help I look forward to hopefully following in your footsteps and being as involved as you are and maybe one day having that resume and I appreciate everything that you have done for me for my team and where can people find you on social media, Facebook, Instagram? Uh, Mark T. Coach. Mark, Mark T. Coach. Coach is my, my handle. Okay. Facebook, Mark Donnelly. Uh, anything that you want to plug? Uh, the team, where can we find the, uh, the team page? Do you guys have a Facebook for them? Uh, our, our website's teamay.com, M-A-E, teamay. Uh, okay. Mark, Amy, Emily, um, but I, I, I want to thank uh, Dan for you know you're you're an inspiration to me and and I can speak for Amy too. Um, your energy, your enthusiasm, your creativity, your drive, um, you definitely reinvigorated us when when we became friends. Uh, you know, friends and, and and mutual professionals. But uh, you're you know you're phenomenal at what you do, and thank, thank you. you for you know spreading the word of, of real estate and, and all that good stuff. So. Good man, thank you for coming on, I appreciate yeah, you very bye. much. Thank you everybody.